There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Monday mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to Mizzy Bender, and we have an exciting show for you today. I should say maybe a perfect show for you today because we have a lovely, lovely lady, Miss Katsy, with us. Hello. Good morning. Yes. And we also have Spencer here with us. Good morning. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, and we are doing another FaceTime podcast scenario here. So what we're doing with the show today is another community-based kind of contribution, which I'm super excited that Katsy's the one doing it. Uh, she had s- sent me an email, you know, with a suggestion. And her suggestion was all in regards to primal and kind of pet play, which was something that is out of my realm, but I'm super interested in it because I've been seeing a lot of it lately, and a lot more people have been sh- um, sharing their their dress up scenes and different things. So it's kind of got my mind going. So it came at the perfect time, and uh, I think that you, you're gonna have to edit. It's gonna have to be perfect. This I'm... entire episode is gonna have to be perfect. <laughs> yes. But I wanted it. So, Katsy, first, um, welcome. You are. We met you down in Louisiana for Risque. So, tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, kind of your lifestyle, about, you know, why you thought this was important, and then uh, we'll kind of take it from there. So, I um, consider myself a kitten and a lifestyle. I'm a primal pet. Um, I mainly stay in the swinging uh lifestyle i would say not so much it is considered a bdm subset but however i don't really stay in that realm um because of the group that i'm in it's it's a swinging group or lifestyle group is what we vary as my relationship at this time is a primal pack relationship which is a different dynamic but i've been in different um dynamics different areas I've been a kitten probably, I would say, about three to four years that I've kind of identified as one. Um, But, however, I've been the cat girl my whole life. So, let's... So, just one moment. Like, so you say it's only been a couple of years. How how did you make that transition? Because I I know I cut you off when you were about to say that you were a lover of cats your whole life. But how did you make that transition? What does something like that look like, feel like? you know, do you share that with your family? I'm so curious about primal because I've never heard it um, explained that way before. So if you could even just talk more about that uh, would be awesome. So being people that are kittens are not always primal. The two are two different things. So as far as me being a kitten, I would say that I always wear the cat ears. I always like to kind of meow and be playful and things like that. And then after a while, I noticed, and this was in my previous relationship with my ex-husband towards the end of it, I was like, I kind of like to meow and crawl around and play like a cat. I was like, that's fun. And then with other partners, I was like, oh, feels kind of sexy to do that. Was your husband husband accepting of that at the time? Or was it a conflict Um, that you were trying to discover? 
it was kind of we didn't want to talk about just kind of things it was like a, a funny thing mm. towards the end well so, at, at any point if you want to rub on my leg it's okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and i do i make biscuits i paw um and so that's kind of how it started and so and and he always joked about me wanting to be a cat and and i remember googling in the beginning like um girls that like to act like cats during sex so you can only imagine the things that came up um so i feel like i'm gonna have to google it (laughs) and and now for granted this was four or five years ago also so it wasn't as prevalent as Neil. You know, there wasn't as many articles. There wasn't mm. it just things have really, as far as internet and what you find and see, has um, progressed. Yeah, when it comes to a lot of a lot of things. Now I know what it sounds like when the cats are outside our house going at it. I mean, you get them. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do lots of different noises too. Yeah. Um, And one of the things that really stuck with me when we met you at Risque, um, and I think it was like a sensory textural, you know, thing that you had set up for the evening time, but you had this wonderful feeling ball of yarn. It wasn't a ball of yarn. I mean, it was a massive, a massive thing of yarn. And I, I mean, I can understand kind of like the textures and the feelings of it being so soft and everything, but you said that you do, you like to kind of like, you know, play around in it and get yourself all tangled up and stuff in it. And I mean, I didn't see it. I would love to see you in your element and maybe I will one moment but you know so what is that like you know oh so and that kind of goes along with so primal a lot of times people what they think is they automatically go into that okay being hunted through the woods but for me personally because I don't I try not to tell people I tell you know don't get caught up in the labels and you'll hear a lot of people say that don't do that don't take that label put yourself in that box and then not go out of that. Yeah, you make it for whatever so, it for, works for you. Yeah, exactly. You know, don't make it you. And um, for me personally, it's about being honest, it's about being raw. And for me and my partner, it's, this is who we are. We just go natural. We don't go into any scenario thinking this is what it's supposed to look like for, uh, you know, this is what it's going to be. And so for me, when I had that big, huge ball of yarn, I was like, okay, so I told him, I said, I don't know exactly what this is going to look like. But I want you to go stand outside and I'm going to take this big ball of yarn. And I was like, maybe I'm going to get tangled up in it and I'm going to be afraid. I'm going to be meowing. I'm going to want you to cut me out of it. Mm -hmm. Or I was like, maybe I'm going to just be toying around with it and be really excited. And I'm going to, you're going to have to come untangle me. I didn't know exactly what it was going to be. But at the end of it, what ended up happening was that I did tangle it. And then I was just like laying on my back and just playing with it softly and pulling it apart. And that was the end result of that. So I really, it ended up going a different way than I even thought because mm-hmm. I wanted it to be where he actually, if he was, I was like, where he came in, he was like, and he like cut me out of it with his knife, you know, because we do a lot of fun things like that because he kind of pushes me at times to tap into certain parts of me because I tend to be the warm, soft, fuzzy, like one. And he's like, he tries to make me um, push to be more raw. Yeah. Then, um, <laughs> that's the only way I can think of it. You want to be raw, so. Yeah, that's my roar and my growl. <laughs> so, so how, what is his behavior? Like, is does he also, like, as, is he also, like, kitten life also? Or is he different dynamic no, within no, the relationship? No. I, like, I'm so sorry. I don't know. I, I met him. Y'all met him briefly, so I, I, I'm guessing y'all can probably assume he's not very kitten-y. <laughs> I don't really. Um, 
but I can definitely say so part of us like being primal is that I would say in our house it's it's kind of a pack Uh um you know and being a pack is is um it doesn't mean that I'm the beta I'm the he's the patriarch I'm the matriarch um he is definitely the alpha Mm. so we don't really have I'm definitely more submissive to him um and he's definitely more dominant but it's not the really structured um rules but there's a lot of unsaid things we do a lot of we, we do smell each other there's a lot of more there's a lot of like mm. you know eye contact facial a lot of body language a lot of shrugging and and, and checking each other mm. and um that kind of stuff and he's a very intense person mm-hmm. just to to see him and just to be near him and you can he's a i can feel him when he comes near me and we like, you know, it just, there's a lot of playfulness, you know, he'll come up behind me and pick me up. And, and, uh, so that's, that's that, kind of what it is. Yeah. It's more, which is the softer stuff I'm kind of explaining. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's that. And it's, I like to be chased. Mm. Uh, I do like to be chased. So it's, but like I said, but it's not just the hunting through the woods. It's, it is the predator prey play. Mm. Um, it's the get me that I like. Mm. It's that little rush. And so does that end in aggression? Like at the end of it? Or does it, it can, end? It, it can end in aggression, but that can lead you to a different space Yeah, where, you know, the making love aspect of it can be the, <laughs> and the mm. scratching and the, and the very kind of, um, but I don't, where it's, but it's not a, planned um you kind of just let the energies and the vibes way yeah but then before you know it i'm wrapped up in his arms and i may be sobbing or i may or before you know we we transition from that to making love yeah because it's it is that's how it goes Mm. it's not a this is how it's supposed to be it's not theirs it's raw it's honest so you so when so you transitioned from your ex-husband you had a few years in between it sounds like because you have been with your current partner for a year so in the time frame that you were so you were active in the lifestyle but did you have partners or were you independent like exploring how to really branch more out into behaving because it seems as if you do behave as a cat almost all the time. Like when we see you, you're always kind of in your, your element and doing your thing. And so, you know, was it like a transition period for you where you had to adapt more and be more comfortable with your own skin, like out in public and stuff like that or no? Um, so when, after my, cause I was in the lifestyle with my ex. And so when I came out of the lifestyle with my ex, single females go by unicorns. However, I decided that I was not going to be a unicorn because I was going to be a catacorn. Oh, <laughs> so, I wore, <laughs> yes, so I wore the cat ears all the time. And so people would say, so you're a single female, you're a unicorn. I say, no, I'm a catacorn. And they say, what's that? And I say, a cat plus a unicorn. It's magical. Stop but, it. Oh, my God. Yes. You need to, like, brand yourself. <laughs> yes. So that's what I would do. And I always wore the light up cat ears like I do you know. And so, you know, now, granted, this was three and a half, four years ago. And 
And I just did it. And this is before Catacorn. There was so much Catacorn stuff. Like there is now. And I, um, yeah. And I changed the, from, cause Cat C is not the, um, it's the name I go by. And uh, that's just, it's who I am. And I have other names that I've always been kind of the quirky person that I am. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it was nothing for me to just say, okay, so this is, I'm Catsy now. This yeah. is the name I want to go by. And people are like, okay, that's the you want to be. Makes sense. Yeah. I was like, I'm Catsy Catterton. And that's it. It's so funny because... <laughs> When I, just real quick, it's funny because like when I was younger, I also like I changed the spelling of my name because I didn't want to be like everybody else. So now I'm just like, yeah, no, that's perfectly that's right. That's just how you spell my name. This just is what it is because like, what are you talking about? People just do that normally. <laughs> and it and it really was part of the exploration in my journey after my separation and just becoming more me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that I became a different person. It was just that I became more me. Yeah. And, you know, you get to change. We get to evolve. You got to be more comfortable in your skin. Yeah. And especially after you go through, I mean, I don't know what your experience was, either good or bad. When you go through a separation, a divorce, and you have a large change of life, that changes you because you start to reevaluate, you know, all the things that like didn't make you happy, all the things that you did that did make you happy. And you feel like it for myself, I can't speak for everybody. It's like this newfound wonder of like, you know what? This shit sucks so bad. It's time to just like peel all that stuff off. What else do I have to lose? And like really discover, you know, what it is that I want in life and what was I held back from and how do I actually get there? And I mean, I'm still going through the process and that was like two, three years ago, you know, but it's been amazing because the growth and everything is just, it's just I'll vouch for that too. I mean, uh, I, from my previous relationship to where we are today, is a, it's a whole different world. It's just, oh yeah. It's, it's, I mean, and it's a beautiful journey. I've met, and I kind of I decided I'm just gonna open myself up. I'm gonna start just treating people how I want to be treated, and I'm gonna just see what's out there. And and I met a lot of people through risque. I met a lot of people through the journey that touched me, opened my eyes to a lot of different ways. And just, I've been very fortunate to have met a lot of really good people mm-hmm. that have really touched me. And, um, and you know, people say, oh, I have no regrets. And that is true. You can live, you can live certain parts of your life and have no regrets. Yeah, you're you really going to have can. a few, though. You, yeah. you can live your life, no, but the regrets... Right. Yeah, but, right. but that's the thing. Like, I don't, li- I don't have any regrets from anything because I really don't. no, because you know, every They're single lessons. thing. I was just gonna say, if you can't find a learning I'm or here. a lesson or a growing opportunity from something that happened, you're in the raw. You're not doing it right. Then you need to go back and right. do some more self evaluation and and right. kind of see what's going on because you need those down moments to be able to continue to keep growing and do all those yeah, things. Absolutely. You know, and we've, I mean, Spencer and I talk about it all the time, but you really, truly do luck out so much with the risque, I believe you call it a family, maybe. family. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it, you, I think that you really did luck out. You got to collect them from all over the place to get what you guys have in, in, in within a, it's crazy. One thing, yeah. And I think me personally, because I was. When it started, I was a single female. 
And I've, like I said, I've always been the weird girl. I've always been the different girl. I was finding myself as a kitten on that journey. I've always tried to push and, and hate himself. You know, we wanted everyone to feel comfortable. You didn't have to fit into that box. You didn't have to fit in that mold because, you know, there is a certain, we, that's all we wanted to be lifestyle, not swinger. Mm-hmm. And there, we wanted everyone to feel comfortable. And I also, I have a certain little soft spot for the single female still, even though I'm in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I, try to, I, I try to check in with them after the events and stuff. Hey, did you have a good time? Was everything good? Because I'm going to make sure they're safe. Yeah. And that they had a good time. Mm-hmm. That's very important to me. Yeah. Um, and I also want to know that on top of, so I mean, your engagement with Risque is, it, it seems like you're, you're pretty tight in there. You have a lot of thoughts and creativity when it comes to the decorations and, and bringing the event to life. I would say that is kind of what your job is what I observed when we were down there. So it's really lovely to see and hear that you also are looking out for everybody on and on top of you know the contributions they already do and making sure that those that attend the event are having a good time I mean a lot of you everybody that we have spoken to from your group you can tell the eyes are on you know and you guys are checking in with people but after the fact it's nice to hear that you also do that that's I mean yeah because I, I think that it takes a village um and like I said, I want everyone to be, be themselves, be comfortable, because I was always the weird girl. Yeah. <laughs> now, how, you said that you, uh, so with the um, Kitten Discovery and Primal and all that stuff, it's a brand, an off branch of BDSM activity. So, like, did you, I know some people take classes or some people read a lot of education on it. Where were your sources? Where did you go or did you just kind of go with your natural instincts? You know, <laughs> no pun intended. So mainly like with the kitten stuff, I've just read some stuff online, but it was just natural instincts as far as pet play. And the same with the primal stuff. Just I haven't because here there isn't really I haven't found a strong BDSM community or mainly a lot of the people that I run into a lot of the people that I talk to I mean you know there's FetLife you can do you know find some things on FetLife but it's um of course there's a strong community for impact I'm more into sensation I do like you know like the yarn that was sensation um a sensory for me I've done, you know, some other things with sensory stuff. I smashed a cake on my birthday. <laughs> I recently, we had a, a little, uh, you know, the, the, the I, I, um, little mini cattle oh, rod. Not a big one. But the smash cake? One, like, but it's more, the um, little shocker. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's a violet wand, but a little tiny shocker. Yeah. But it was more about him, but it's more about him, like, hitting me with it. I try to, like, I stomp on his foot and try to run away, and he, or, you know. Yeah. Get me with a little electric thing, but it's more of the sound and the pop, the pop, you know. Yeah. So, I like little sensations like that. Um, so, I, I, I find that the things that I like are kind of the more uh, not so popular here. Mm. Uh, we are in southeast Louisiana. So mm-hmm. we don't have as many resources. I was going to say, 
I, I think you're really going to enjoy Miss Lady that's uh, going to be coming with I'm us. I'm looking forward to meeting her. Yes. Yeah, and that was one of the things that I was thinking also, too, because, you know, I have heard that where people don't know where to find resources or they don't have you know, a way to get information just because it's not available or something like that. So it's kind of nice to hear, you know, the things and if we can provide resources such as Miss Lady, because not only, I mean, I, not that saying that you needed this time, but just anybody that might be listening is, you know, Miss Lady, she has a whole slew of She's educators. Basically the deal, we're gonna, we're gonna have the table and the cross, and aside from that, she is just bringing all of her sensory stuff. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, her, and paper, yeah. All, she, she's like packing a whole travel package, and I was like, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not even that, I mean, at least she's somebody from a different side of the business, you know, not, I mean, she's lifestyle, of course, but I mean, her passion is you know, all of these activities. And so, you know, it would be just lovely to have another woman, you know, just from somewhere else to be able to kind of just shoot the shit with and be like, oh, this is great. You know what I mean? Just from that kind of chemistry standpoint or whatever. But, um, yeah. so, you know, what are some, so like, what are some of your favorite activities? Like, do you, like, do you guys like plan, like, let's say like Friday, you know, like Spencer and I, for instance, we're having a play date tonight. So like I got myself, you know, as you can see, my face is started to get paint, you know, like I kind of got my stuff going on here, like thinking through the night, like setting up like what a scene would look like. Like, do you guys do the same thing? Like be like, oh, Friday night, I really want to get into my I mean, headspace and set this. Does he come home from work and like push in, be like, push in the pool and be like, oh, cats in the pool. You know, <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Where? Close the shower door. Oh my lord. Okay. No, but he kind of knows when I'm feeling really kittenish because there will be times that, like, he'll walk in the bedroom or, um, because, you know, and, uh, or I'll come out the closet and I'll have my little ears on and my ears or my tail. I'm like, and like I'll start or I just go or like I'll prowl on him or we'll even be like just in, in the house and I'll like go make biscuits on him I'll rub my little head on him like I do certain things or or he'll come up behind me and go mm. you know like it's just it's a certain language yeah you know, we don't know or or it's just you know we have our ways about us where we kind of hint towards each other the moon yeah like, I come out oh like I have my little socks with the paws on the bottom um, when I'm feeling, like I said, or I get my little outfits on. And yeah. Like, so you do have like key identifiers. Cause like, that's exactly right. Like if I'm feeling like super frisky, like if I go inside and I put on, mm -hmm. you know, depending on what kind of outfit I put on, I think would make him realize what direction oh, yeah. and Where energy. Oh yeah. Yeah. What direction and energy I'm feeling, you know, it's either super fucking oh, yeah. bend me over hard and fuck me or like we, I want passion and like, right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Child, like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> like, 
time. And I might say, so we're we're FaceTiming right now, and she like legit, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure her cheeks hurt and she's about to kind of cry because she's laughing so hard, but you can tell that it's super enjoyable. Yeah, no, it's really great to see. I mean, you know, listen, when you're down at the events and you know, we're partying through the weekend, you don't have the true opportunity to sit down and kind of just shoot the shit like this with people. Sometimes you do, but I mean, sometimes we're super hungover or like some of us are napping on off schedules and you know, our time zones are different. So the connections sometimes are so difficult. So this has been so wonderful getting to know you so much more and you sharing so much of yourself with the world because it is an international podcast. So everybody across the globe <laughs> is listening to you share yeah. your, your thoughts and everything. And, yeah. And I can honestly say he brings out something in me that no one else ever has. Like the way, and I, I can say like with the primal, like, you know, there's been other people that in moments you feel like they bring out um, something in you, but with him, and he, he will even say that when we're together, it feels so wrong. We can just tap into a certain part of ourselves and feel safe with each other and um, just let go and be honest. And yeah, feel. like a true vulnerability and true trust. Absolutely. Trust, I think that is. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because like, oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say with Spencer... It's the same exact way where like, you know, the more and more I become more comfortable, the more you release, the more you let go, the more you feel so like loose and you know that like, you know that that's always just going to keep growing and your confidence and like yourself together are, are going to be as strong as can be. Like that's how I feel as like the days go on and the more, the more that I the more that I let loose and let myself be extremely vulnerable and open up to all of my sexual sides knows that my trust and my, my growth and my bond with him is becoming so much more. And that makes me feel so happy. And you know, it's kind of like really nice and comforting to be like on that kind of level and just be super free and just be in the moment and not have to worry about anything. Never really experienced it, but I never really experienced it before, but it's quite lovely. And so I don't know if that's how you feel too, but when you feel, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's like my, I just get lost in my head. It's like you get all floaty and, you know, it's that little space to go into. Yeah. And, and then, and then go, what happened? Where'd I go? Where'd mm. I go? Yep. Here, here I am. Am I okay? Daddy, where was I? Where was I, Daddy? <laughs> pretty pretty, okay? pretty me, much. Call me, call me, yeah. pet me. Let me tell me I'm okay. <laughs> Sometimes, like, he'll be like, oh, welcome back. Are you here? Like, what? Hey. Uh, listen, I know at the end of the night when she snuggles up over here that it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So, I mean, risque, we are coming down to you guys. It's, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the clock right now, which has the, the date on it. And it's just about one month away because we'll be traveling around this time. Um, what can you tell everybody? Can you give them any like drops about like what to expect, like what to think or? Be prepared for lots of magical moments. Um, so Friday night will be sparkle and shine. Wear your best little iridescence, your metallics, your glitzy gold silvers. Um, yeah, so think about that, you know, the, the mermaid colors, all that. Um, Ooh, good to know. Oh, I'm getting it. All night long, party's not gonna stop, BYOB. Uh, Saturday night, purple, green, and gold, Mardi Gras colors, feathers, sequins, all that stuff, costumes. Um, you know, oh my god, feathers! You had me at feathers. 
whatever risque Mardi Gras purple green gold means to you, just show. I always tell people, show us what risque means to you. Oh, I show love your risque. Oh, that's show really awesome. I love that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So. You know, generally when I do the, oh, well, you know, because you were on the podcast before to do like a, a takeaway, like if you were to give any kind of takeaway, and it could be anything in life, it could be whatever you feel passionate about, what would be your takeaway to everybody? Wow. I, I stumped have so, you. I have, so many things that, I have so many things that mean so much to me in this world. What are they all? What are they all? Let's see. Um, always keep your magic growing. Be yourself. Be kind to others. I mean, all kind of stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. But all of those are super key. And that's not just lifestyle. That's just being a good human being. And you tapped right. in. We get to change. We get to change. Yes. And, you and grow. You tapped into it. I don't know if we were recording yet or not, but you had said that you try and treat everybody as if you would how you want to be treated and you give how you want to be. And so I think that that is a super powerful takeaway and it's obvious and very clear that that is who you are and it is such a pleasure to be in your company. We can't wait to see you, uh, you know, when we come, you know, down to Louisiana, which is so soon. And guys, I know. right so soon. Yes, if you guys are curious about what we're talking about for Mardi Gras, go visit um, risquelifestyleparties.com. You do have to register to the site, so it will take a minute to kind of get things going, but he gets back to everybody in a very timely fashion. You can definitely find them on Facebook. Yep, and uh, Katsy, thank you so very much again for sharing so much uh, with us. It's just, you're such a lovely human being. Yes, oh my God. So, you know, America, the world, the globe, whoever's listening, thank you so much for being part of the show today. And until next time, we will talk to you so very soon.